smarter, dream bigger, live brighter. This show is hosted by the dexterous diva herself, Miss Jo Gifford. Your new secret weapon for whip smart workflow, marketing mastery, social media prowess and all the creativity and technology you can handle. Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Work Smarter, Dream Bigger, Live Brighter. So this is episode number 20, um, growing a team as a solopreneur. And I chose to look at this subject today as, um, as a solo podcast because I'm asked so much about this online and off. And, um, you know, in the last year, my business has really grown and it's blown up, which is amazing. Um, And a part of that story has been, you know, bringing in other people to help me with that growth and to help sort of deal with the day-to-day stuff. Um, And so it's something that I know a lot of you out there who are, you know, building your businesses will be, you know, will have in the back of your mind, you know, how do I do all this stuff? Because as entrepreneurs, and especially starting out as solopreneurs, we wear a lot of hats, don't we? You know, we, you know, we're sort of doing the marketing, the admin, the scheduling, the actual client work, the accounts, like all of it. And so part of a growth journey, I think, and that's really important, is to start to learn to let go of some of that stuff, you know, the stuff that could be holding you back, the stuff that someone could, you know, sort of somebody else could easily do. And so I'm gonna give you a, a brief kind of overview of how to start sort of building your team and to start outsourcing as a solopreneur. Now, the first time I'd really heard of outsourcing was back in 2007 when I read the seminal book by Tim Ferriss, The 4-Hour Working Week, which I'm sure lots of you have read. Now, Tim Ferriss is an incredible entrepreneur who really built his entire model of business on a kind of outsourced model. And, you know, he, he was kind of able to make this whole empire work with a whole team who, who were kind of outsourced all these tasks like he even kind of outsourced you know finding someone to date I think at the end like you know he he really took it to the extreme to see how much he could let go of to free him up to do other stuff and um this is a concept which I think is really inspiring and exciting and you know you won't have to go to the extreme of kind of outsourcing everything but I think to read the book is is a really inspiring thing to do because you can see how someone else has has done so much to take all the day-to-day stuff off of his plate and just to concentrate on his own brilliance which in you know in Tim Ferriss's case is he's no he's a real entrepreneur a real kind of you know inspiring guy so he's a you know he has time to go and play and come up with these ideas which he then you know sort of goes off on other ventures so think about it like this you know what could you let go of that would help you develop your brilliance more. Um, and for those of you who, who are working on your brilliance in my free mastermind course, it's dexterousdiva.co.uk forward slash brilliance for those of you who aren't already in it. It's great to really hone down on, you know, what you would love to do every day. If you had the time to not do the accounts, to not do all the stuff that really makes you procrastinate, what would you do? So let's start off with why growing a team is helpful as a solopreneur. And, you know, the first thing is that, well, you have more hours in the day. If you start to leverage the time of other people, you get back more time to work on the stuff that you love. And usually the stuff that you love is the stuff that you are really brilliant at, which will make for a better business. And that has a massive impact on your customers, on your sales and all that stuff. 
Um, and of course, you can also leverage the skills of the people that you are outsourcing to. So let's start with my first thing that I ever outsourced um, in this version of business. It was accounts. Oh my gosh, honestly, keeping you know my books and doing my accounts is just something that I knew I had to let go of really early on. And you know, for those of you who don't know, um, you know, before the business was in the current format of Dexterous Diva, I had um, a design agency um, called Cherry Sorbet Creative, and I had a small team of designers. So I'd learned to outsource and to leverage time because, you know, if I had some designers working for me, um, it meant that I could take on more design work. And so this, that was really exciting. And I had some, you know, had a, had a great team around me um, at that stage, but I also had to do accounts and I had newborn twins and a busy design business and the counts were just making me cry so that was the first thing that went and um, so I outsourced my bookkeeping and I outsourced the accounts and I have you know that's always been the case ever since then um, for the last like five or six years I haven't done my own books it just let someone else do it he'll do it correctly you know I just get the you know the transactions you know sort through to clarify every month that I you know I, I sign it all off and honestly that sanity alone is worth the fee and it's only something like 60 pounds which is like maybe 90 to 100 dollars a month to have my books done that you know the fee of that alone is just like that's small compared to what I can earn and for my sanity so I started off there um, and I, I also, you know, wrote a couple of posts on this as well. And, um, and, th and they were really popular because I think people just want to know, okay, like, where do I start? And a really great place to start that I often recommend is Fancy Hands. So fancyhands.com. This is a kind of online army, really, of your own VAs. Um, and it's a web-based app, it's a browser-based thing, and it also works as an app in iOS and Android and all sorts. And Fancy Hands is just brilliant for things like um, making phone calls, you know, booking appointments for, you know, your dentist, your hairdresser, you know, um, researching train times. These guys can access your GCAL the, you know your sort of Google Calendar, and we'll book in appointments for you. They'll note down and travel times. They'll book hotels, whatever. They'll put it all in your calendar. I use them for stuff like blog research, um, for scheduling stuff, for you know making phone calls in the daytime, all sorts. And they have really, really affordable um, packages. It's something like let's just go to their site and see. Um, I have like a medium package now, which is something like forty-seven dollars a month. Um, and it's just such a handy way to to have stuff done. See, I have already already have thirty three rollover tasks. So your tasks roll over from each month. And I've had so many referrals, um, you know, by referring to you know to people to fancy hands. That actually for me, it's been free for ages, which is another really good thing to do. Um, but yes, definitely check out fancyhands.com. I'm just trying to find the start. Yeah, the starter plan is twenty nine ninety nine a month, and that's dollars. So what's that in pounds? Let's have a look on the currency converter. It's, something, it's just so, so crazy in terms of price that it's just, it's a no brainer. So I'm gonna put it into my currency converter right now. 29.99 into British pounds is 19 pounds. So about 20 quid. 
for five tasks. So it's about four pounds a task. Um, if that frees you up five hours in your week or you know an hour a week, what would you do with that hour? Would you write another blog post? Would you, you know, do a really kick-ass, you know, sort of client proposal? Would you, would you have some time off to allow those ideas to come? Like, what would you do? And although at first, when you're starting out with stuff and, you know, sort of cash flow is understandably hard when you're starting out in your own business, as soon as you are able to, if you are able to start letting go of some simple tasks like the admin stuff which really enti- you know, so it ties you out it wears you down it stops you from being really in your zone start to let go of it and I also advise starting to let go of it before you feel completely ready and do it by starting off with something really small like fancy hands so you know so once you've got used to paying out 20 pounds a month on something then you can start to think, right, okay, that's really helped me. You know, it's freed me up to do extra stuff. I probably earned that back. Um, and you will, you know, once you start to outsource, because you're leveraging time really well, then you, you know, you will see that back in your sales. So I actually started to add onto my team last year and I knew that I needed a VA last summer. And um, I wasn't at the stage where I could afford anybody on a retainer at the time, but I just, you know, kind of interviewed a couple of people, really happened to get on well with Alejandra, who's my chief of making it happen. (laughs) Um, And she just, you know, I just loved her whole vibe, loved her professionalism, loved all about her. And so we kind of started off on a trial sort of few hours here and there, like on an ad hoc basis, where she started taking over a few tasks for me, like scheduling things in MailChimp at the time, or, you know, sort of liaising with clients and stuff like that. It wasn't long before things were, were sort of busy enough. And I said, right, Alejandra, I need to have you on retainer now. And, and we worked out a deal. And, and so I was on one of her retainer packages. And so then as the business was growing, she, she was kind of taking over more and more stuff. And to have her there has meant that things like in Blogging for Business Bootcamp, there's often sort of tech inquiries about emails bouncing or Facebook admin stuff or whatever. And so she can deal with that, which frees me up to create the content and to be hanging out with clients and to and to do my mentoring stuff without having to get bogged down in email. Um, we've also worked out loads of stuff. Um, you know, we've created a standard operations procedure manual for Dexterous Diva stuff. We've got all the logins, all the stuff that I use. Um, so it's like a knowledge management tool so that, you know, if I end up working with somebody else or we grow the team more, there's a, you know, a working document, which we keep adding to, um, which has got all the stuff in there about how the business works, how we like to communicate with clients and when and all that sort of stuff. So we, so we worked that out. We also, um, you know, we worked out together a sort of frequently asked questions page for clients so that when clients start working with me um, on the VIP stuff, um, they have a page and, and a sort of client pack which explains how to contact me and when, you know, what to do in various sort of situations, you know, um, and it's kind of like a, a kind of, it, it just eliminates a lot of the back and forth stuff by sort of developing a workflow and ways of contacting me that's kind of guided by Alejandra and I. So she's just been amazing. Um, so by this stage, I had a bookkeeper, an accountant and Alejandra and fancy hands. So this was starting to, you know, free stuff up for me. So, you know, I won't lie, like it was a leap to, to have somebody on a retainer basis. You know, it's quite scary. Um, and you know, 
in the nature of this business as some months have been better than others, I won't lie. Um, but it's always been so, so worthwhile having her there because everyone knows that, you know, she's my point of, um, of contact. There's an autoresponder on my email that says, if you have any tech you know, sort of queries with Bootcamp or with Next Level Labs or whatever, you know, contact Alejandra. And she's there dealing with client stuff behind the scenes. It's just brilliant. So I had a couple of questions come in about growing a team and I will talk more about um, my team in a minute. So I'm just going to pop to Facebook because I know that some people had some questions in there. Right. A couple of questions. So Dara, Dara Paddy says, what's the best place to start when you have, <laughs> when you have round about a zero P budget? Um, and with that one, Zara, it's definitely fancy hands to so start to get rid of a few little tasks, uh, you know, start to offload some stuff so you can see the benefit of research or even experiment a little bit with Elance or Odesk. I think there's you know, those two emerging. I'm not quite sure. And, you know, start to let go of something small, you know, whatever is, you know, this is a really good sort of benchmark to work out what to let go of is whatever is annoying you, you know, what do you procrastinate the most on? That's a pretty sure sign that it's something that, you know, that you could let go. Maybe it's something like, you know, once you've written the blog posts, you hate uploading them into WordPress or something, or you hate, you know, doing the next part or social scheduling. Well, that's something that, you know, that could go. Um, and that would be with an outsourced person with like a VA or an extra team person. Um, so if you have a really small budget, wait until you've got like a little bit of flexibility and then start to outsource. Katie Tober Grindley, how to delegate work. Now this is something which I'm still learning. <laughs> I need to take some leadership skill um, masterminds and stuff because, you know, this is a new part of being a, a solopreneur as well, is learning how to work with people and learning how to make your team work properly. What my team and I do is that we tend to, I, I, have a meeting or like, or like a catch up with Alejandra every Monday via Skype, like a little half hour to an hour and sort of check in. Because as we all know, in the world of sort of self-employment, you know, we can have ideas and launch them like in the space of a few days. And so I often change, what sort of change tax and people are always shocked with what's going on. So um, we have a team catch up. We also have another VA now called Tara, who's awesome. And so Alejandra is now more like my online business manager with Tara working alongside her. And I also have some Facebook admin and sort of, um, a community manager type peeps who, who work alongside me as well. So we've got like a lovely little team. Um, how to delegate work is kind of, so I have this main, main catch up. Um, Alejandra then kind of unravels my brain dump and pulls things out into tasks and will either assign them to Tara or to herself or to other team members and then we'll have, um, you know, we usually assign them in something like Asana, which is a really great app for teamwork um, and we log what we've done in an app called idonethis.com. Um, and we also work in something called Slack. Slack.com is a really great way to sort of communicate with everybody outside of the inbox because, you know, keeping tracks of conversations and emails is really difficult. Um, if you're working in Slack as well, you can upload things like Evernote documents, um, you know, sort of Google Docs, you can upload images, audio stuff. And you could also link in the other apps that I've mentioned, like I done this and um and asana into slack um so you're having all your communications in one in one place so in slack we have things 
called channels, which are basically like different sort of chat rooms, if you like, for different clients of different parts of the team. Um, and and for my VAs in one part and the Facebook, you know, the Facebook moderators in another and all that kind of stuff. So we um, we kind of deal with our team communications backstage in that way. And I can see what the team has done because they've logged it in. I done this and they can see what I've been working on. Um, and we also keep track of the different tasks in Asana. So um, and we touch base once a week. So by delegating work, it's a case of working out, you know, all that you've got going on um, and starting to hand some bits over and say, right, you know, I've written that blog post. I'm now going to pass it over to be formatted and uploaded and scheduled. Um, let go of stuff that's going to take up your time. And it's really important to think like a CEO, not like a worker now. You know, when your business is really starting to boom, um you know and if you're not there yet that's totally cool like it does you know it takes time this all takes time but start to have this idea in your mind that you can offload some stuff later on to get some help it can really help you so think like a ceo not like a worker how to pick the right people for you now this is really good um i am going to bring on uh you know my good friend the awesome tara newman who's like the coo for entrepreneurs and she will have i know some amazing tips on on the higher level team building and and uh and leadership for powerful entrepreneurs but when you're starting off i would really say just interview people you know kind of hop on skype with some peeps um, I'm often asked, how do you find a great VA? Well, you know, we're often in lots of, of social media groups or Facebook groups, you know, ask for recommendations from your colleagues and from your, um, you know, and from your peers. Um, ask around, you know, see who's using whom, ask, ask for recommendations, um, have a little stalk of their websites and then jump on Skype with a couple who you feel might be a good fit and you'll have a good sort of gut feeling. You know, it might not always be right, you know, straight from the bat. So in which case, don't be afraid to say, you know, hey, it's not working. You know, we need to sort of rethink it or find someone else because it's it's as much about, you know, personalities and chemistries as it is about getting the work done. You know, you guys really have to be able to, you know, sort of work together well. So I would say definitely hop on Skype with a couple of people. Um, and, you know, VAs... Um, are really used to kind of working with entrepreneurs and kind of, you know, crazy creative people who keep launching programs and changing their minds all the time. So you need someone who's really gonna bring out the best in you, who's gonna make you feel like you can really succeed. Um, and again, you know, I will bring in Tara because she has a lot to say about this in another episode. Um, so I hope that helps, Tara. Uh, Lindsay Miles, my lovely, she says, how do you know you can trust people with logging into your systems like Aweber and WordPress? Um, you don't, really. I think, you know, if you're hiring professional people, um, it's is part of the package. You know, part of their, you know, professionalism is to treat your stuff with, conf you know, with sort of confidentiality. So when I hand over my logins, um, I'm trusting my team to look after them and to not share them and to be secure with them. And um, there are things you can use like Password Box, um, which is a really handy app, which means that if they have, you know, if they log into Password Box as well, um, they don't actually have the logins for your stuff. You can actually assign the logins within this web-based browser app for people to log in. So if that makes sense. So, you know, you have like a master key kind of thing in 
in this app called password box and they can access it as well so if you really really don't want to hand over your logins you can look at using something like that Kerry Walker says what the you know what's the first step to take when to know you need to grow your team as a sole trader and how to get the best out of them once you've hired them so I wrote a post on outsourcing before you're really ready um, and I'm just going to bring that back into the mix here I think if you start to outsource before you're completely 100% ready it's probably time you know when you think you're ready it's probably a little bit past it um, so if you can let go of stuff that you aren't an expert in that will reap far more rewards than hanging on to it for a longer time and that will you know bring more money back into your business and also once you get used to investing in your business by having a team um it's like putting on the big girl boss pants <laughs> and it's really making a stand for your next level and it will really help you to hand over the stuff that's tedious and start doing more of the stuff that you're awesome at and you will get more hours in the day now of course making use of those more hours in the day um, is the key so you know get super productive work in your zone of genius offer some more great stuff to your audience and you'll really see some great results getting the best out of them once you've hired them that's about really building a relationship you know working out you know how do we gel best as a team you know um, work out some systems together and also your VAs should be really skilled in this area so if you're hiring someone who's worked with other, other entrepreneurs they have a wealth of skills that we don't know you know because that's not our zone of genius but it is theirs so work with your team leverage their skills find out some great ways to work that suit you both um, and and then sort of try some systems out for size, you know, try some ways of working. Um, let them tell you how they work best as well, because, you know, yes, although it's our business, you know, we don't necessarily know the best ways to do certain things. So for example, when I handed over to Alejandra, um, you know, she, she migrated everything from MailChimp to Entreport um, at the start of the year. And that was a thing that I didn't really know anything about. So, you know, she created a whole plan for migration, you know, worked it all out for me and moved it all over. And it was just amazing knowing that this, this thing that would have kept me really stressed for ages was all happening behind the scenes. And so now we're, you know, we're kind of all moved over. It's all working, you know, really well. Um, and, you know, I kind of let her take charge of that because, you know, she's great you know, when I allow her, you know, sort of her to take charge and, um, you know, it's like a huge, huge shout out to Alejandra. And also Alejandra now manages Tara, um, which is brilliant. So, you know, she, she expressed an interest that she really wanted to move more into a kind of more of an OBM role with some of her clients. And I was ready for that because I was happy to, to have a couple more hands on deck. Um, and so we work stuff out like that. So I think in short, Kerry, if you can, you know, let them tell you, you know, sort of how they love to work and what they love to do, use their experience and that will really help. Um, let's go to Twitter. So if we had any questions on Twitter. Ah, okay, right. So yes, Jenny Proctor says, don't forget to talk about teams with part-time and flexi workers. I once had a team where three quarters of us were part-time working mums. And these are the guys, um, Jenny is from Digital Mums, which is an amazing scheme, which I mentored on a while ago. Um, and yes, um, Jenny is quite right. Like 
teams allow you know working with part-time and flexi workers is great for many reasons you know often you, you know you won't need to have somebody full-time you'll be literally having somebody a few hours you know kind of here and there or like a set number of hours a week and you know it could be really helpful to use you know people like sort of stay-at-home mums or um you know people who work part-time doing other stuff there's so much flexibility out there now because you don't need somebody full-time you just need a few you know a few hours here and there and you know to to leverage the time of experts who might not otherwise you know be working in, in a kind of um kind of old school method is is really freeing now you know it gives opportunities for you know sort of work at home mums or um you know sort of people who don't want to work full time so flexi working is is really huge as well for those of you who are from the other side of the fence who might want to work as a VA or, or kind of work from home and do stuff you know there's lots of scope out there for you um so yeah so let's just come back to the idea that we've been talking about which is to start slowly start before you feel like you're really ready you know start to let go of some stuff using fancy hands or using a VA for a few hours ask for recommendations see who who people are using you know jump onto Skype with somebody for a couple of hours um, and think like a CEO not like a worker and what's great is to is to sort of forward project yourself and think right okay you know who might I need in the future you know might I need um, a housekeeper when business goes huge you know might I need um, I don't know like a nanny or would I need someone who's a you know who's a content manager you know really build your dream list you know almost like your star team in your head you know build out this kind of map of your ideal team um and then kind of start from this you know from the smallest place upwards you know start to build it together slowly 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 and the more that business grows the more you can expand your team that said you don't necessarily have to have a team you know it <laughs> not it's, it's not for everyone but as most entrepreneurs whose businesses are starting to grow to be able to hand over something like the inbox management or the social media scheduling will really really help so I will be recording a podcast again next Monday, um, on Monday the, oh gosh, was it Monday the 15th of June? Um, and so I would love to hear your feedback on this one um, and whether it helped you to find some people to work with in your team or any problems that you've had with outsourcing, all that sort of stuff. So I'll be asking for shout outs to you for the next subject to cover on a podcast. So please do tweet me at Dexteva with your questions or find me in the Dexteva's and Dudes Facebook group. And if you're not in that already, you can find it by joining my tribe on my site, dexterousdiva.co.uk. Um, jump in there, join the tribe and get access to the free group with everybody in it and ask me some questions. Thank you so much for for listening and we'd love to hear your feedback and I'll be back soon. Thanks.